Hi, I'm Rosalind Wharton Boland, and I am the nurse unit manager of community health at the Warabinda Multipurpose Health Service in Central Queensland Hospital and Health Service. Rosalind, thank you so much for talking with us. You've been a nurse now for more than 10 years, but your career in healthcare didn't start in nursing. Can you tell us about your introduction to healthcare? Yeah, Rebecca. For me, it was a backfill opportunity with Queensland Health for five months uh, in my hometown of Kanamala as an admin officer, which was to coordinate the home and community care program. Mm -hmm. And that was back in 1997. So seven years later, um, another contract opportunity came up with Queensland Health as a uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander liaison officer in a large regional hospital in Toowoomba. And this really opened my eyes up to healthcare um, as I worked in, you know, multidisciplinary teams across all the, all the wards in that hospital. And, you know, you got the exposure with the nurses, the doctors, the wardies, everyone, and the opportunity to advocate and support um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who came from many catchments, the large catchment area of southwest Queensland and Darling Downs and sometimes even from West Morton. So that was really where I sunk my teeth into Queensland Health. And, um, yeah, I was bitten there at that stage and trapped in Queensland <laughs> Health, I guess. <laughs> and then after that um, stint, uh, 12 months or more, I landed my permanent role in community health as an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health worker. You went on to study nursing as a mature age student and begin your nursing career. You've since studied your master's in nursing and you lecture in nursing at university. What inspired you to become a nurse and an educator? Yeah, I, I mean... In community health, you, you once again had that exposure and opportunity of working in community and within multidisciplinary teams. So, you, you know, your physiotherapist and your dietitian, your diabetes educator, all those people who worked in sync. And it just said to me, okay, I'm doing basically the same role, except there's one or two forms that I can't sign. And at the time, actually, Rebecca, my poor children had it drummed in their heads that when they finished school, they had to go to university. It was, it was a given. And then I sat back and reflected on that. And I went, hang on, my husband's the only one in our family that's gone to university. And he's um, not Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. So how can I make set my kids up so that they don't fail, well, I've got to go to university. And that's kind of what happened. It was a uh, just a progressive step. It was normal for me to transition from a health worker to a nurse. I studied full-time and I worked full-time, but I really loved the engagement with um, the lecturers and the tutors because, you know, universities are not about failing people, they're there to support you. But because they're seen as this tertiary institution, people become so fearful and particularly Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So that's what was going through my mind. And initially I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll do enrolled nursing at TAFE. And then I looked at the cost of that compared to a degree and I thought, I may as well go into university. Surely I can do this. I'll give it a shot. And then in the end, I had no choice but to follow through. And have any of your children gone on to do nursing? 
Uh, no. My eldest, Alison, she has gone on and did better than me. So they did a, she did a double degree in law and justice wow. and she's a lawyer now and um, very proud of her. It wouldn't matter if she was a teacher or whatever, but, yeah. you know, the fact that they've finished university and that's what we were setting the children up for. And the youngest is currently in her third year. Um, Emily, and she's doing a double degree in business and psychology. I am very proud of them. And, and um, yeah, it's been a, a arduous journey for us. I mean, our eldest, she grew up in Cunnamulla, and we made that decision after preschool that we were going to move to give them opportunities in Toowoomba, mm-hmm. and we did that. And um, But we, we returned to country every chance we get. The kids would go home, you know, to their grandparents every holidays, while other kids who they went to private schools with were going around, you know, the world, going to Paris or whatever, and my kids <laughs> would sit up in class and talk about that they went home to Nan and Pop in Kalamala, mm-hmm. and they were very proud of that. You obviously love nursing. What is it about nursing that you love? I think for me, it's it's that um, you get the opportunity to work with diverse people. We all come from different backgrounds. And somewhere in the middle, you can find a happy medium where we can exchange knowledge, skills and all that. And, and we can work towards the better goal for the, for the consumer. So for me, being able to, to come in with that cultural and clinical skills is, you know, it's an opportunity to share that with the professions. And um, I find that very rewarding. Rosalind, as one of 15 Aboriginal nursing graduates of 2009, the highest number of any university at the time, what does the International Year of the Nurse and Midwife mean to you? Oh, look, it's, Rebecca, it's one of immense pride to be part of the naval profession, without a doubt. Uh, when I came to Warrabinda, just to give a bit of, bit of background, we had this message board, a notice board that um, said, get your syphilis checked today. And I asked the team when I commenced here in December, I said, who, who owns that out there, you know, who's meant to be changing it or updating it? And they said, it's our community health. And I went, great. So I changed it and we put on the um, International Year of the Nurse and Midwives. That was the first thing to come up, go up on the board. Uh, so very proud about that. And the team had input in that and we were very excited. But unfortunately, the only one that's been up there since we took that down has been um, Be Deadly, uh, Stop COVID-19, Wash Your Hands, which which we're very proud of. The community have taken it home. We have young people who, you know, little people who have come into the hospital just yesterday and the mum was saying how she's going around in the community and telling them all about COVID-19 and it's going to make you sick, you know. So the message is getting out there. But, um, yeah, I think... As a nurse um, and a midwife, well, I'm not a midwife, but nurses and midwives, they're, they're the frontline trusted persons for community or in the hospital. My nursing exposure um, began with me witnessing my mother caring for my dying grandmother, and that was when I was around five years of age. And Rosalind, you became the first Aboriginal executive member of the Queensland Clinical Senate this year. Why did you decide to take on that role? Uh, in all honesty, Rebecca, I received about four emails from four different people who encouraged me to undertake um, an EOI for this. And then it became a no-brainer after the first or second one, really. But um, look, for me, an opportunity to work with people with a wealth of knowledge and influence and, um, you know, to be able to partner with people from other clinical networks, um, the be a representative for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people at that high level across the state. 
you know, it, it was something I was obligated to do. It wasn't it wasn't whether I wanted to or whether I didn't want to. I was obligated to chuck my hat in the ring, and if it happened, it happened. So for me, it's it's um, been very rewarding. It's opened my eyes up that there's so much more to learn and so many more um, little uh, departments and units and teams that are working in sync. To, for the better good of people in, in Queensland Health and for the whole community. So it's really lovely to hear and refreshing. And, and every time I, you know, join into a meeting, I learn something new and then I try to go and research that. Rosalind, what do you hope to achieve through your role on the Senate? For me, it's about being a voice for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and nurses. So uh, if I can be on that, statewide platform and have the opportunity to partner and gain knowledge and share that knowledge with communities and with my colleagues, then uh, I see that as my core role. And um, so I'm in there to bat for those specific groups and to work in partnership with other little clinical networks so that we can all, you know, work together for what we need to achieve. And Rosalind, what advice would you give to other young people thinking about a career in nursing? Nursing, Rebecca, for me, is it's rewarding and it's challenging and you're going to come across a lot of traumatic moments in your life and there'll be crises along the way, but it is worth every tear. It really is, isn't it? I, I think nursing is a great profession, so many opportunities Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, for me, Rebecca, I've had the opportunity to go across, you know, from a renal nurse to working in public health to chronic diseases to, you know, um, where I am now as a a mum in community health. Um, And to to have done that in a short time, um, I I think is is just um, about the whole resilience of not me, but the the nursing profession that, you know, we challenge ourselves to, to to strive for bigger and better things for our communities and our consumers. So, yeah, I, I've, you know, I'm a big advocate of, of nursing and, and I'm always there to, you know, as soon as I got here to Warabinda or any team that I've ever worked in is, is what, are, what are your aspirations? I would sit down and talk to, you know, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health workers and um, before I arrived here, we've already got two nurses who are nursing students in their second year. So um, at the moment, I'm trying to poach somebody else into nursing, but if they choose to go allied health, that's fine. So I'll support them with that exposure. But the more people we get at a professional level in Queensland health, from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander background, um, it will only create more equality in the service and it and it means that everybody can sit on equal ground and we can all um, work with what, what the consumer's needs are. And Rosalind, certainly that desire to inspire young people is one of the reasons you love your work as a lecturer in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health at the University of Queensland. The, the chance, Rebecca, to even, like, you know, be there in front of those young people and they can see, oh, here's somebody who's done it from a low socioeconomic background, you know, coming from Kanamala and, you know, I didn't do very well at school and I entered as a mature age person, so it's proof that anybody can achieve what they want to do. 